about yesterday. <laughs> hey, diary, what's going on with you? Oh my God, diary. It is January the 4th, 2021. Yes, motherfuckers. It is time to live. Oh my God, Diary. Hello. How are you out there, DOTM? I appreciate you and all your love that you come and you listen and you give your feedback, hopefully. If not, it doesn't matter. This is my diary, so it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> hey guys, it's me, your lovely girl, Cam. Cam, I am. Yes, I am. Cam, I am. That's what I'm here for today, diary. I was sitting down this morning and I was thinking, isn't life grand? Yesterday, when I was leaving the grocery store, my clerk was like, aren't you glad 2020 is over? And I was like, hell no. She was like, what? What do you mean? I was like, I am 52 years old, soon to be 53 years old. And 2020 was the absolute best year of my entire life that I can literally just look back on and think, maybe because it's so fresh, but I loved everything about 2020. There was not one bad thing that happened in 2020, even the loss of my father. And my father died in 2020. But I just don't have any negative or ill will feelings. So I was sitting here thinking to myself, I was like, hmm, thinking back over my life and how they say, you know, I'm a Pisces. I'm born on March the 20th, the first day of spring. But the year that I was born, I was no longer Pisces. I was an Aries because I was born on the cusp. So it says that I'm not necessarily a Pisces the day that I was born in the year that I was born at the location that I was born in. So last night, my son and I were having a conversation and he goes, Ma, ain't it crazy that you're Pisces and Aries? He said, you're the beginning and the end. I said, motherfucker, that's cause I'm Alpha and Omega, nigga, like that. <laughs> I said, I'm Alpha and Omega, nigga. Yes, I'm God the first and God the last. Then when you think about it on the Zodiac uh, spectrum, I was thinking about the beginning of time and the end of time. I am both. I am the beginning and the end of time as humanity knows it amongst the cosmos and the galaxies. You know, amongst the horoscopes and the tarot readers, the shamans and the gurus, the numerologists. And I was thinking to myself, I was like thinking about letting go. I was like, God, I'm sitting here in 2021 free as a motherfucker because I have mastered the art of letting go. I will let a motherfucking thing go in a minute. And it has showed me how to have my self mastery. And I was just sitting here thinking about my life. There is no baggage. There's nothing holding me down. There's no limitation that I have not ever over conquered. 
So all I'm doing is sitting in the earth right now as a God. Self-mastered. And so the little preacher at my home school back in Georgia would say, you're self-taught. I'd rather be self-taught than another man make me into anyone's fool. Believe that. And I always feel that way. You know, you're going out, you're listening to someone else's thoughts. Take from that. Glean from that. Learn from me. Like me. Dislike me. Whatever it is that you have to do to win, do that. Because that's the most important part. You only glean from others so that you can grow and go. And that's what to me it's all about. It's about keep moving forward. I could let a thing go that's holding me down. I could let a thing go that's dragging me back. I could let a thing go that's hindering me. I could let a thing go that's causing me issues in my life. I could let a thing go that's not showing me unconditional love. I can let a thing go that takes from me. I can let a thing go that leeches from me. This, is, this has to be your constant mindset about yourself because once you have those mindsets about yourself, you will realize that there's no one in this world but you. What do I mean by that? There's no one in this world but you. You are in this world to experience a journey of aloneness, oneness, wholeness, total omnipresent within thyself to understand that you and you alone are a God in this earth and that energy begets energy. Whatever energy you so yield out, that energy will yield itself back to you multiplied by its most excellent self. So when you see yourself projecting out new and vibrant, higher frequencies, higher hurts, higher energy levels, higher emotional levels, higher feelings, higher self, you will notice I am no longer bound to my limited thinkings of my past. I have now quantum leaped to another dimension of excellence in self. Now you're able to say, I am ready to be judged by the world or judged by the universe or judged by the source or judged by the spirit or judged by a source greater than self. Once you do that, you will be in self-mastery, walking in your most excellent self, meaning you have lived in the school of life meaning that you have learned the lessons that life has taught you in the period of time that you have been in earth. Three, you would have reward or harvest coming towards you and thank you for harvest because in your life, you have been the CEO of your life. You have made every decision up until now. You have made every action up until now. You have reaped every reward or harvest up until now. If your life is not looking like it should be looking, you are faltering because you are the one that's deciding to act on everything that you act upon. Point 
blank period. If your life you feel is successful, pat yourself on the back. You did it. I commend you. That is a great accomplishment. And I commend you. I call you a conqueror. Or you can be what the Bible or other spiritual books say, more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. You have become a conqueror. When I look in over my life and I see that I have the greatest ability to let go than I have ever had in my life, and I look at the possibilities of what letting go has kept me from, letting go will keep you from being drugged. Letting go will keep you from being drugged. Like you're riding on a horse and you happen to fall off. But in the midst of you falling off the horse, you was able to grab a horse to his tail. And now you're holding on to his tail being drugged. Bask in that for a moment. Say la in that for a moment. Think on that for a moment. Ponder that for a moment. Meditate on yourself falling off the horse and you're now holding on to his tail being drug. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? What is going through your being? How are you coping right now? Is this beneficial for you? to be drugged by this horse. What lessons are you learning while you're yet holding on being drugged by this horse? Called love, called career, called children, called ambition, called ego, whatever you wish to call this place, time, situation, circumstance in your life. You are being drug. Whether it's a actual drug that you have as a chemical substance to help you cope or help you do whatever it is you need to do to be able to exist. Because that's all I'm sure you're doing. You're not living. You're existing. So what I suggest that you do is let go of the fucking horse. What good is holding on and being drugged and going through all of those things that I just experienced to you through word, visualization, meditation, actual physical realm of thinking caused you to have feelings, emotions, learn lessons. What lesson will you learn being drugged that you cannot learn by letting go and not being drugged? Because the moment of the pain of you letting go is but an instant. Once you have fallen, your reality has now set in that, oh, I'm okay, I didn't get hurt. But being drugged, you've got abrasions on your knees and cuts on your hips and all your toes and everything has sand and glass in them. 
looked like a mind blowed up on your body because you were being drugged by whatever the circumstance was that you were being drugged by. I can say I pride myself in never letting my ego get the best of me, but always remaining self-control because I know that I am both good and I am both evil, created by a source greater than me. I am a chosen one because I am the only begotten one of my mother and my father. I was chosen to be in this land. My seeds were chosen to be in this land. God spoke to me on March the 10th of 2020, the first full day I had spent in my new home. He says, Cam, you are the blood that flowed through Emmanuel's veins. You are the seed that spilled to the ground. Imagine when they pierced him in his side and the blood and the water came out and spilled to the ground. Imagine when they beat him with the cat of nine tails and ripped the skin off his body and the blood flowed through the ground. I am the seed that fell to the ground. I am the blood that flowed past tense, flowed through Emmanuel's veins. God is with us. I am his blood that spilled to the ground. He said, you are the seed that resurrected life. I am the seed. Good morning. Good morning. That resurrected life. I am the seed that resurrected life. He said, and I am the blood that never loses its power. This is what he said to me on March the 10th of 2020. 2020 was the best year of my life. I moved to my new home with $12.47, not knowing where I would lay my head, but trusting and stepping out on faith like I've never stepped out on faith before in my life. I had $12.47. My daughter says she only had $7 the day before I got here. She moved here on the 9th. She only had $7. But we trusted that God would work everything out for us. Because we had came to Las Vegas so many times, we had so many two-night free-stay hotels piled up that we could have went from hotel to hotel until our financial living situations changed. But that wasn't the plan that God had for us. He gave us a home. Each one of us brought two suitcases and a half, which is called a carry-on. We got on the plane called JetBlue because both of my children worked for JetBlue. And JetBlue allowed them to fly for free with their family and their friends. And when our lease was up in Atlanta, Georgia on February the 29th, we made plans to come to Las Vegas. I didn't make it until the 10th. I went home and spent time with my family before I left the East Coast. And on March the 10th, I got on a plane and I came to Las Vegas, Nevada with $12.47 in my pocket. And the day that I got to Las Vegas, the next day they announced that it was going to be a shutdown because of a COVID 
2020 was the best year I've ever known in my life. And the lady at the register looked at me with like, what? Are you serious? Face, if it was a face, mean. And I was like, yes, perception, ma'am, is everything. Perception is everything. I said, and if the people of the world understood that, they would know that now God has changed the tables. The last is now first. If they would know what is rightfully right by God, COVID-19 would be forevermore because they cannot prove that you don't have it. And they will have to continue to make up stimulus and continue to take care of us because they allowed this dis-ease to come into God's world. The people are in control, but they don't know it. So they go to work, they get jobs, they do everything that they can do with, besides trust God that we've made it to the tree of life and that the tree of life produces fruit 12 months out of the year. Are you a slave? to your job? Are you a slave to your children? Are you a slave to your master husband or wife? Are you a slave to any systematic racism or any systematic system put in place to enslave you? Or DOTM, are you free? Spirit, soul, and body have you learned all that you need to do and learn to be the greatest you that you could possibly be? Let go, I say, let go. Letting go not only frees you, it allows you to grab onto something new at the place that you let go of. Come on now. Perception is everything. Letting go is goodbye. Stopping where you say goodbye and just take a look around and see what's around you where you say goodbye at. Grab hold to something new. You got two hands. Grab two hands, fool. And keep it moving, baby. Pop it, pimp, and shake that shit off. Don't let them draw no knife on you. When they draw a knife on you, they're only trying to cut themselves out. <laughs> Come on now, because you would not cut me. You're only trying to cut yourself out when you draw a knife on me. Understand that because when you understand that, you will understand that reality is my reality. Reality for you is your reality. You draw a knife on me, that means you cut yourself out of my reality because my reality is only for me and what I create for me. You just happen to be a part of the reality that I needed at the moment, but I never need anything because the voice is real. Let go. Let go of the things and the mindsets that you've had that got you where you are. Fill your tank with new and vibrant stuff. Ask yourself the right questions that the universe might give you. That what you are lacking, that what you need. Because if you have a need, there's a, some indeficiencies or there's some deficiencies, might I say, in your life. There's some things going wrong in your life. If you're not happy, that's your problem. You created it. You created the unhappy moments that led you to where you are today. You did it. No man, no woman, no boy, no girl, you, and only you did it. 
accept the fact, look at your situations and change them. Do not let your character be corrupted because you're trying to control someone else. Your witchery only shows. I'll repeat that. Your witchery only shows. When you draw a knife on me, you cut me out of your present day reality. And when you cut me out, your intentions has to come back to you. That is the rule of life. Whatever seed you sow, that shall you also reap. That is fact. Whatever you sow, you will reap a harvest, whether you desire it, whether you apologize, whether you have sec second thoughts. Once an action is done, it is forever done, and there will always be a consequence that follows. That's why I praise and pride God first, myself second, because I have endured to get here. And I didn't mind letting people go. I didn't mind letting titles go. I didn't mind letting anything go to get here. That means I have everything to gain and fill my cup with to allow it to overflow again because I don't carry baggage. Erica Badu taught me I was not a bag lady, so why be one? Hmm, she's also a Pisces. Pisces, we are 12 signs rolled up into one and then I am on the cusp of Pisces and Aries. Both gods of war. I am so excited to meet my most authentic self to present her to this world. I am so grateful to meet my most authentic self to present her to this world. I am so grateful to meet my most authentic self to present her to this world. I am naked and not ashamed. I am whole and not ashamed. I am alone, all one and not ashamed. I vibrate at a higher frequency because I have a different perception. I vibrate on a higher frequency because I am a good seed sower that sows on good ground and I mend and tend my garden daily. Need for no scarecrows to run away the crows. Everything has purpose. I am a good gardener, sowed seeds on good ground, and I have diamonds and prosperity and abundance in my garden. Gold and silver, precious metals, all black gold, gold gold, yellow gold, white gold, any kind of gemstones that you can think of and name, they're all mine. The world is mine. It's all mine because I let go. I choose not to fight people I love. I will let your ass go. 
because when you leave my presence, you will always desire more. And it will be an itch that you cannot scratch until you come to me because I am a gift to this world and I know it. And my presence is magnetic, it is energetic, it is vibrant, and it is everything that you need because I was a gift to the world. Not like Jesus. He was your ultimate gift. I am a figment and a fragment of who he was, just like you are a gift to this world, a figment and a fragment of who he was. But collectively, we are all of who he is. I ask that your most excellent self be rendered to the world as vibrant, as energetic, as magnetic as it can be. Vibrate on a frequency that you know that there is no darkness in it. Back to the beginning when I said that my son says, Mama, you were born on March the 20th at the last moments of Pisces and the first moments of Aries. You're both the first and the last of the horoscopes. And that made me think I am Alpha and Omega. That's why I have such a connection to God, Alpha and God Omega and all of the gods between because there's really only one God but his character traits brings on many names and many faces and many personalities. God is love, there is only one. Everything that is created after him has to be conquered because it is a fear of figment of your imagination. I'll say that again, it is a fear of figment of your imagination. The imagination is the scariest place on earth. It is not the spooky movies that you watch on TV. It is not the murderers that go around throughout the day and night to antagonize the world. The scariest place in the world is in your mind. And if you can overcome the fear of your mind, you can overcome the fear of the world, and you can overcome the fear of your personal failures. Because your fears cannot go where you go if you desire to go somewhere you've never been. You have to let go of those fears. Do not fear dying or do not fear falling. Falling is meant to get up. You never see a baby as he's learning to walk. Go from the crawling stages without falling. But you never see the baby just lie there the baby gets back up again. Baby, I speak to you, get back up again. Be your most excellent self, get back up again. Let go of the fear of falling. Let go of the fear of the painful broken arm in the past. You shall not break it again, let go and get back up again.
I say these things to you with love and admiration because that's all there is left. We've overcome good and evil now that we know that we are both good and evil. And there's nothing in between, so you stay in between. Stay in between good and evil in the very center on the line that separates them. And remember to keep yourself whole as love. Because I know damn well you're not here in this world to hate. I know you came to this world to make this world better than your mother did and better than your father did because I know that's why I came. And according to Game of Thrones, that's what they said. We came to make this world better than our fathers did. I got that from Game of Thrones. And that's the truth. We all come to this world to give our most excellent selves. Whether it be the light or whether it be the darkness, you don't know which is the truth for any reality but your own. You don't know the truth for any reality but your own. Because you are a philosopher at your own life. You know you better than anyone else in this world, including the parents that granted you life, including the teachers that taught you programs, including the pastors that taught you programs, including your friends that taught you programs, including your lovers that taught you programs. You are greater as a philosopher because you have the experience. Do you hear God ringing the bell or ringing the alarm? Do you feel or hear God ringing the alarm? That is what they call in the Bible blowing a shofar. God has heard your prayers. He has answered these questions for you today, through you. Get these questions and speak them out and say, am I yada, 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 universe, question mark. Say that to the universe and listen for your answer. You will get it. It will speak to you. It will give you life. It will invigorate you, revive you, energize you, cause you to have a new leash on life. You will start to look at people in your life and say, hey, hey, hold the fuck up. This motherfucker right here got to go. That's old programming. I done been there, done that. I ain't walking back down that path no more. I don't like that shit. I didn't like it when I dealt with it the first time, and I don't like it in this new person that's in my life, and I don't like it in the old person. Keep it fucking moving. Because every time that you can cut off your desires for to go back to do the things that cause you fun that your ego attach you to, you know your ego. When you get tired of playing with yourself and loving on yourself, you got to go find somebody else to love on you. That, that ego. The one you got to find somebody else on to love on you because you done got tired of loving on yourself. Now, you don't want to rub on yourself no more. You want to go out there and let somebody else rub on you and play those games that cause you to come back up in here and be all inside your head and shit. Thinking you in love because now you done met a new motherfucker and you done thought about him 80,000 times before you got home. That ain't how it goes. Self-love has to always be the greatest love. Let go. You know that thing they say about the butterfly? 
you let it go if it come back it was meant to be and yada 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 yeah that is true but if it come back with the same bullshit let that shit go again <laughs> just let go because you don't want to be drug drug when you when you look in the in the in the dictionary in the Webster's dictionary or any dictionary that you use look up the word drug you look up that word drug, it's going to talk about drugs, that's chemical. It's going to talk about you being drug on the, on the floor. All kinds of definitions to being drug. That's what you're going through when you be drug. Instead of let go, open up your five fingers, even if you have to do it one at a damn time or pry them motherfuckers open. Let go. Let go. And when, when you let go, you let go of what? Number one, control. When you let go, the first thing you let go of is control. You become vulnerable. Meaning, okay, I done been hurt. I ain't got to control everything. I'm being vulnerable now. Nine times out of ten, if you realize that you're out of control, you're going to put a little wall up over your vulnerability. So don't do that. Don't put no wall over your vulnerability. Be vulnerable. Let yourself be vulnerable. You never know what you might run into being vulnerable. It might just blow your socks off. And then everybody see you ain't had your toes done in a while. Think about it. That's some real shit I'm talking to you. Let go. Do not be drugged by any situation, circumstances, or anything surrounding you. Do not be drugged. And do not let a substance change who you are. Find your true happiness. Find your true purpose. Find your true grace and stick to it. Stop self-medicating yourself with fake friends that you're going to one day have to say goodbye to. Stop self-medicating yourself with stuff in the stores as if it's going to make you feel better just because you bought something new. Stop medicating yourself with alcohol, drinking yourself dry. Stop medicating yourself with chemical substances, changing your DNA and your makeup. Stop medicating yourself with the need to please others. Just stop. Be. Just be. Be. Just be. And once you be, you will realize that that was all you needed. Because it's all nothing outside of self. The inside of you is the darkness. It's the thing that Alpha first identified with the darkness. Alpha woke up and realized that within himself there was darkness. Now in darkness there comes a whole lot of things. In darkness it is the same reality as if the light was on. But in darkness you cannot see. Thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It brought my mind back to the day that God said that he had to leave me. 
I was still living in my home, so I believe it was in 2011. God came to me in spirit and voice, and he said, Cam, I was sitting in my living room watching TV as I was getting ready to exit my home. He said, I got to go now. I said, what you mean you got to go? Where you going? I said, I just got this close to you. Why are you leaving me? He said, well, I got to go back to the deep. D-E-E-P. The deep. I said, what you mean you got to go back to the deep? He said, well, I've done all I need to do right now, and I got to go deep. There's things I need to go do. And I said, well, why I can't go with you? He said, because I'm going to a very dark place, and it will be so dark that you would be afraid to go. I said, afraid? Afraid to go to a dark place? I won't be afraid to go nowhere as long as I know you with me, God. He said, yeah, Kim. He said, I can hear you saying that. He said, but the places I'm getting ready to take you finna be so dark that you won't even be able to see your hand in front of your face. And I said, God, if I know that you are with me, I will not be afraid. I will go with you. And he used my best friend, Desmona, to explain to me how I can know what to do in the process of me going through these dark places that I've been through. Number one, he said that I wouldn't be able to see my hand before my face, but I would, he would be able to hear everything that came out of my mouth. This is how he taught me that I know that he was still with me. He was not going to communicate with me at all because the place was going to be so dark and so deep the communication was going to be totally and utterly cut off between me and him is what he meant when he said, I'm going to take you to these deep, dark places. He said, it's going to be so dark you can't see your hand before your face, but I will be able to hear every word come out of your mouth. And what he meant by that when he told me that, my heart thought of, whoa, Cam, whatever comes out of your mouth, God hears it at all times. He hears it. He said, I'm going to take you to these dark places where I want you to know that I will still be able to hear every word you speak. And that made me think about how I speak and that my words perfume my atmosphere. My words perfume my atmosphere. My words perfume my atmosphere. Being that my words could perfume my atmosphere, my words are life. And when I'm in this dark place with him, he says, I will be able to hear every word you say. He said, listen to me. You love your friend Desmonda, right? I said, yes, Lord, I love her. She's been my friend since I was 10, like a sister to me. I love her. He said, but you don't see her every day, do you? I said, no. He said, do you talk to her every day? I said, no. He said, but do she still know that you love her? I said, yes, she does. He said, well, that's what it's going to be when I take you to these dark places. You know I still love you. And I'm listening at every word come out of your mouth. That reminds me of Bible stories. Or God would listen to their faith. When he told Father Abraham he was going to burn up Sodom and Gomorrah. 
and he communed. He got him all the way on the level of faith that he had. My level of faith is in death, dying. That has been my level of faith. And I have died on more occasions by letting go than I can sit here and count. But yet and still, all of my dying, my goodbyes, my, my death experiences all led to new and perfect, more complete hellos. I sit here today as a 52-year-old woman who has overcome everything that I have set out to do, that I sit here now trying to figure out without all of the ego, what do I desire to do next in my life? And the only thing I could think of that I have never done, and that is marriage. I've never been married before. And there's some other things that I never jumped out of a plane. So I'm thinking of things I've never done before because that's how I have always elevated my life. I've quantum leaped by doing things I've never done before. I don't hold on to anything that I've conquered or overcome. I'll use them from time to time, but holding on to them and making them a part of my everyday reality is just like me. I look at it like this. I got the trophy. I don't need to play with it every day, but I do need to dust it and realize that I'm more than a conqueror and there's many and greater things out there to be accomplished. I have never been a person that is set in my ways. God called me fluid. He said, because I'm just like water, nothing can contain me. And the more knowledge I learn, the more I change. And he said that was the best thing that he liked about me is the more knowledge I learn, I apply it and I change. Because they said that you, when you know better, you do better. So why not know better? Constantly keep being out here learning and constantly be out here continuing to grow and, and make your life into the life that you want your life to be. No matter what your family and friends say, stop telling them what you want to do. Talk to your ancestors that's gone that know better. Come on now. It ain't the ones that's living. It's the ones that's gone that you need to be communicating with because they know the true reality of what is and what was and what will always be because they're a spirit now. They're a new type of energy, but they're still there. Trust and believe. My friend Desmonda that I just got finished talking to y'all about, she's in heaven with God right now. She was one of my master teachers. You know, she told me one day I called her. I found out she had had cancer for the third time, and I called her. And I said, Manda? She said, Cam? And I said, hey, baby, how are you? She said, I'm okay. And I called her to be the healer that I am, telling her ideas and what to do and how to heal her body. And she said, I'm okay, Cam. She said, I'm good. I think at that time she hadn't fought cancer three times. She was like, she don't want to do it no more. And at that moment, she told me, she said, I just saw something in the sky open up over your head. She said there was a big hole in the sky and there was all kinds of blessings pouring out for you. Cars and jewelry and all kinds of money flowing to you. She said, and it all belongs to you. And I believe that. I believe that's why my stepmother stole from me my inheritance and tried to block me from my inheritance because she feels like there's a lack. She doesn't trust God. She doesn't trust God with 
her life. She trusted the man's mammon. But I trust God, so I let go. I said, okay, she want to steal, lie, cheat, kill, and do all the things that they're doing. I said, I'll let go. I'm not finna be drugged, so I let go. These are the things that you have to do to be able to, to be successful in life. The moon and the sun is out today together. <laughs> Come on, Grand Conjunction. Think about what this world is saying to you. What does this shit mean? Do you know what you're going through and why you're going through it? The moon and the sun is out at the same damn time. One is the light of the day and one is the light of the night. So are we in the day or the night? Are we just in paradise right now? Are we just in heaven? Where are you? The moon and the sun is out at the same damn time. Go out the door and look at the sky. I see it in my sky. It says one was to do the lesser of the day and one was supposed to do the bright of the day. But they out at the same damn time. And the God said that you won't, when he come back, nobody won't even be able to know what day it is, what season it is. You don't even know whether it's day or night right now because the sun and the moon is out. Which one is it? Is it day or is it night? Think higher thoughts. Think higher vibrations. Find new friends. It's 2021. It's time to be new again. It's time to be you again. It's time to be vibrant again. It's time to be good. It's time to be loved. It's time to laugh. It's time to dance. It's time to smile. It's time to know your neighbor again. It's just time to let go. Let go of the things that have been holding you down. Let go of the bad energy that's casted all around. Let go of waking up and saying, damn, I'm still here. Let go of that friend you know that ain't your friend this year. Let go. It's 2021. What are you waiting for? The message is, let go, let go, let go. Don't be drugged just because. Good morning. Good morning, Lord. Good morning, Lord. Good morning. Thank you for this breath of fresh air out in nature. just to breathe the breath of life every day. Thank you for your new mercies today, God. Thank you for living in America. Thank you, Lord, for the land of milk and honey. Even if the milk has turned into butter and the honey has to be local, Thank you for the land of milk and honey, the place people give their lives fortunes to live. Lately, I have been asking you, how in the world did I end up living in the United States of America? And how in the hell 
did the cultures of the world remain one with God, yet America, a.k.a. the United States of America, I think someone forgot or docued the words. Maybe it should have been more like the undivided or the divided. Because this country is so divided. And that goes to show you what God is saying in the world right now about the situation with the Capitol. Capitol, President, Capitol, President. Hmm. Is God still not speaking the words that I spoke when I was live on Facebook, when I wrote all those things I wrote about Donald Trump on Facebook? If we murmur and complain, he will sit there. There will be no force in hell that can stop him if we keep murmuring and complaining about the will of God for the United States of America, which is the land of milk and honey. So I have heard that the Bible speaks of. The land of milk and honey should have higher standards for itself because this is the place that every culture in the entire world desires to be. Could this be the Garden of Eden that you all are seeking? and looking for from history of times gone by. Yet where are our godly and familiar standards that Satan himself comes to teach us? Where are our familiar self-controls where Satan himself comes to teach us? If we keep murmuring and complaining diary of the mouth, or shall I say to you all, D-O-T-M, diarrhea of the mouth. Remember your words perfume your atmosphere, not another man's. Your words are the words that God programmed in you inside of your mother's womb when he knitted you together and fastened you with his fingerprint. Lazara mokoshe la baba use de da bakandaya roroko bahashanda rabaku baba indaya my name is Kamala Lachey Wallace god knows me as queen kabula shalom the shalom stands for peace sararozo ko baba indaya roko shamba no lorobu sandara bokoshe de da bakindaya the exiting of 2020, I received my call upon my life from the Most High. I accepted the call that he has placed upon my life and I walk as his representative in the United States of America because I questioned last night, why do I live in this country who hates its people, who owes its people, who lies to its people? Why do I live in a place where people will die, sell their souls, 
pretend to love, pretend to walk in righteousness just to live here and die of dis-ease. Because the devil comes to teach you a lesson. Are you learning what he is teaching or shall we continue to be taught? Because there will be no force in hell that can remove the devil from his throne. Because remember the word said that the devil was cast out of heaven to earth. I have accepted the call on my life from the Most High. I speak spirit and I speak truth. When I speak, I yield to the Most High and I allow Him to use me. It is time for me to have seven days of prayer in Prayerfield East. Zoko Shamba Mawo Sukumbaini Dayamo Koshala Labonde Kasadra Bakila Selo Koshena Kasaba Uba Bakoshede Sambabakua Bahi and Osukua De Shandaraboko. Today I speak life as I understand the word that you just gave me in my mind was about my father, a mighty clouds of joy, gospel singer from America. You took my mind back to age 14 years old, God. A little 14-year-old girl on the mighty clouds of just bus rolling through Alabama. As we are rolling through Alabama, God, I hear my father retch out a welch of fear. Oh, my God, get down. Cam, baby, get down on the floor. I sat up in the seat and I looked straight ahead and what I saw my father was fearful of. I am more than a conqueror. Even at 14, I realize I have no fear in me. My father yells out a wretched fear. Cam, baby, y'all, oh my God, get down. It's the KKK and my father and every other grown-up on the bus hit the floor in fear. And I sat up. I accept the call on my, oh my God, Jesus. I just seen the revelation of my life. Oh my God, Jesus. I am more than a conqueror. Oh my God, I sat up on the bus, God. 
Thank you for this revelation. Thank you for allowing me to remember you so that I can have what is rightfully mine. I am more than a conqueror. You told that lady I was more than a conqueror. You told that lady I had the Barabbas spirit on my life. You told that lady I do not cry over spilt milk. You told that lady I was more than a whirlwind and I am yours. I am faithfully and righteously yours, sitting in the milk and honey that has spoiled and almost rotten in the land. Yet I sat up on the bus, God. Why? I asked you over and over. These revelations constantly come to me as I remember you to have what is rightfully mine. For all the people who play the lottery, 320 is the number that you better play. Because 320 is the magic of life. And I am 320. Play it. It will minister to your soul. And it'll show you that God is love. And that money answers all things according to the Bible. I live in the land of milk and honey, God. I asked you, why am I in America? Why don't I have a culture? Why was my culture taken from me? Why do I live in a land of dis-ease? Everyone is angry for no reason. Bitter and envy is, is live and, and existing. And oh my God, Nancy Pelosi Lord is still sitting there. <laughs> I don't know what it is I feel for that lady but it's something about her that I just don't think is right, God. And I'm asking you to look in on these situations, God, in this earth that Trump is doing. Ever since I've been sitting here ministering to you about what is going on in my earth, because that day that my father drove that bus, he couldn't get on the floor. And I'm his child, and he told me to get on the floor, and I didn't get on the floor. I sat up in the chair because I have no fear of what you see before me because I don't know the mind that my father knew about what he looked at. I was only an innocent child on the bus like Jesus was an innocent child on the cross. Come on, Holy Father, thank you for preceding me. King of kings, Lord of lords, thank you, God of gods, mercy of mercy and peace of peace. Father, thank you for your love for us, your unconditional love that these people down here don't understand. The mercies that we get new every day and every night half of us be to destroy every mercy you gave us lord and some of us be to lay laid down for the last time can't get up the next day to take this fresh beautiful breath god they doggone don't appreciate you sometimes and i'm sorry for that because i'm one of them i've been there god and i've done that every day i sat here in 2020 since i got to this new place god out in the desert where i can thrive as this cactus I am, this queen of the night that I am. I sit here alone, God, because I chose no one to partner with me because their conditions 
of their mind did not really fertilize mine and mine got tired of fertilizing theirs. God, sometimes you got to let people eat from their own table. You can't feed them at your table all the time. And that's what you done taught me, God. Because if you allow somebody to keep eating from your table, they'll eat up everything from you and then turn around and throw up on you everything that they ate. And you will in turn vomit up every word that they have eaten because that is what the word says in the Bible. You can talk your sweet words to me all day long, thus saith the Lord. You could talk your sweet words to me all day long, thus saith the Lord. You can talk your sweet words all day long, thus saith the Lord. But if your actions don't line up with your words and what is going on inside your heart, inside your soul, and inside your mind, then you done lie to yourself. Thus you have lied to the Lord because you and God are one. You have no greater love than the love that you have for God. That is the love you have for yourself because he lives within in you. There's a spirit inside of you that you don't even know what it is, but I'm getting ready to reveal to you because God just gave me the uh, okay because he took my mind back to it. I want you to listen to me carefully. I'm getting ready to teach you something that the world has not taught you. But God taught it to me because I had to live it. That means I had to be broke down, had my body going through all kind of death experiences. You all know I've died twice for 25 medical minutes in my life. And I've lost the blood in my body twice, and yet I still live to speak to you this day because God is real. His mercies are new every day thanks to what the story of Jesus Christ speaks about. I think about the Tower of Babel. I think about the Tower of Babel. I think about the Tower of Babel where God confused the languages. You told Abraham about the land of milk and honey. Moses got the people out of slavery because you told Moses to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Moses led the people out into the wilderness, heading to the promised land that he was never able to quite acquire himself. Soraba no shele laboku. Nayanda zomoboku sheda taboku. Thinking God about the Tower of Babel, where you confused our languages because of our altitude when we work together. So, my question to you today, God, is you were said in the Bible to confuse our languages at the Tower of Babel because of our altitude 
at the time. We were climbing so high and we didn't realize that if we, the higher we got, our oxygen would be depleted. So if that tower had kept going, we would have had too many deaths to realize that we were causing ourselves harm. But if we were at the Tower of Babel, we were not who we are today because today we have subdued the earth. You have mankind on every continent. Whether the earth is round or flat, it doesn't matter. You have someone on every continent that can stand up and manifest and say, there is truly something bigger than me out there. And we don't know it all and we haven't tapped into it all, but we are all here for its greater purpose and our greater purpose. Because we're all individual gods living an individual experience as a whole. And we have to all come to know ourselves, not another man. Trump was there because Trump is the face of America. No matter how you like what he looks like, it is contradictory. That is who Trump is. That Satan is contradictory to God. It's love. It says God is love is the shortest chapter verse in the Bible. Excuse me. God is love. Three words. It is not about us fighting good and evil, you all. It is about us fighting hatred against love. If you say that you can love one person, I don't care who that one person is in this world. If you say that you can love one person, then you can love all people if you are patient and kind with a meek and quiet and humble spirit. But those me, 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 my, 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 and I, 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 those don't work well with God sometimes because you use them incorrectly. Because God says what you have done unto the least of these, you have also done unto me. Whatever you do to people, you did it to God. They were a God he created, a bit of him in them. Contradiction is the enemy of God. Because all words can be contradicted according to the perception that any man lays, lies upon them or lays upon them. See what I mean? Lay or lie or lies. Lay or lie or lies. Lay or lie or lies. I even question my sanity in 2020. I pinched myself. To see, is this shit real? This is amazing. I questioned God in 2020. God, where is my father's legacy? Where is my father's inheritance right now? Where is my father's kingdom right now? What is going on in my father's kingdom, God? This kingdom my father built. This slew of children my father left. Where is my father's kingdom right now, God? What happens to my father's children and family right now, God? God said to me, right now that your father has passed away, pretty much he was being judged for everything that he did in God's green earth when my daddy died this year. 
on July the 27th of 2020, my daddy began to be judged by God. And I believe that's called a Bema judgment in the, in the word or a light judgment. My daddy was being judged when he closed his eyes on January. I mean, on July the 27th of 2020, my daddy was being judged for everything he did in this world. As a man of God, even whether he was judged as a man of God or not, he was being judged because he didn't have his breath in his body no more. He didn't have his breath in his body no more, and he didn't have his body because his wife cremated him after he wanted to be buried in a mausoleum that he got in Augusta, Georgia, back in the, um, when did I live at that, 1804, in the 90s. He sure did. My daddy bought him a mausoleum and wanted to be buried in my hometown, Augusta, Georgia, where my mother and I have home. And his current wife hated him so much for all the things that he had did to her over those years that they were together. That woman sold her soul to cremate that man. And she thinks I'm going to be mad at her after I sat down and thought about all the lies she told me when I was in her face at that funeral. And that, mind you now, that was the first time she ever lied to me about anything. And I didn't even know she felt about me the way she felt about me until the funeral. But all I can chalk that up to is jealousy because she knew how much my daddy loved me because his other two women told me after his death, my daddy loved me and he did not love me as no daddy should love a child. And I could still sit here as a grown woman today after going through all the shame my daddy put me through. In my life, while my daddy was alive for 52 years, I had to sit, call a girl, hush, don't say nothing. Until I finally, at the end of my daddy's life, when he claimed he changed, I said, well, if you change, then can I talk? And then all of a sudden, here come Bill, Clint, Bill Cosby ass, R. Kelly ass, getting exposed for what they done did. And then daddy called me and said, Baby, daddy don't want to be on TV like that because daddy, daddy ain't did. I, 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 just, I said, daddy, if you still ain't, ain't, ain't done forgave yourself and still ain't trusting God that you done been forgiven by God, then guess what, daddy? I'll tell it when you die. I got a recorder of my son telling my daddy how we was going to do the show. How we was going to do everything. My daddy done told so many people in this universe. My daughter is getting ready to tell the story of the mighty clouds of joy. It's witnesses out there. Everything I speak. I don't speak lies. I don't steal, kill, and destroy. That's the, that's the characteristics of what they call the devil. What we have known in the past that our forefathers had to learn that there was a devil. I learned there was a devil. Hell, I was fucking him for years. 30 years I done fucked the devil. And different men I done been with. That's real motherfucking talk. I'm a real ass bitch. You want to see a real ass bitch? Don't look at Megan. Megan is a real ass bitch in her own right. But motherfucker, I'm a real ass bitch too. And I like that motherfucking saying. Because it's real. It's fucking real. When you can fucking real and know who the fuck you is. And don't have no fucking shame. That's why I always said Eminem was one of the greatest rappers out there. Because... When you rapping, one of the things rapping is, is about dissing somebody else. You can't diss somebody else if you don't know what's in your fucking self. Just like I was telling the people on Facebook. Everything I wrote on Facebook, people thought it was about them, but it wasn't. It was about me. So there's a bit of me in everybody. 
I've been saying this kind of stuff for years, but for some people, you have to really, really break it down because I realize that common sense ain't common anymore. A lot of people don't have common sense anymore. Common sense could be a thing of the past if we don't get it together. But I've accepted the call of my life. The call of my life is for me to do what I'm called to do, what I've been doing all of my life, going from one vibration to the next. I've been prophesied to since I've been in this city of Las Vegas, Nevada. I've been prophesied to. I already knew those things that I was prophesied to before I came. I knew I was a whirlwind before I came here because people can't handle me. People can't handle the sight of my face, especially my ex-boyfriends. If they even see me, it's something inside them. It's something that go through them, and they just can't help themselves. They want to see me the next day and the next day, the next minute and the next minute, no matter who they with. I had one ex-boyfriend and his wife to sit in a restaurant across from me and she sat with her back and he had the menu up the whole time so he couldn't even barely glance at me. And I said, God, that is so unfair. Why did you do him like that? Why'd you sit him right there where I'm in the front of him? I'm behind his wife. Every time he looked up at her, he got to see me. Lord, why did you do him like that? Because if that boy happened to look up and look and happened to catch his eye, happened to get off her for one second and he see me, she going to see it, God. Why did you do him like that? That was my question to God in that restaurant. The whole time I was sitting at Tickle Pink, I said, look at him, Lord. I said, he can't lift, he can't let the menu down, Jesus. I said, he'd had that menu up for 15 minutes. You know, damn well, Cracker Bear ain't got no 15 minute long, long menu. I said, God, please, please help him. I said, let him sit next to her, Lord. Tell him to get up and sit next to her. Tell him to go to the bathroom or something. I said, Lord, why did you do him like that? And do y'all know that after that happened, first I had saw him at the red light. Then they end up in the restaurant where I was. And then after that happened, I end up seeing him outside of Family Dollar. He, he spoke to me. I said, I'm so sorry you had to sit there and, and suffer like that. And I was in the car with my boyfriend when I said it. And... That at that time I was dating Brett and I said I'm so sorry you had to sit there and suffer like that he said oh god he said I know I said how's your mom he said my mom's good he said I told her I saw you I was like okay but things like that is why I think the cultures outside of the land of milk and honey are more pure and I understand now I'm watching this show called 90 day fiance and I understand now why a lot of those men in the cultures, like the guy I was dating, Isaac, their culture is, is so vast and stoked in their beliefs that they can't even break their own beliefs, which is so amazing. And I just really, really like that. And the people in America, you know, we're not like that. We're so, we're wild in America. When I was looking at the Capitol um, riots, guys, when I was looking at the Capitol riots, I was like, in God, they call black people animals. Those are the real animals right there. They lied on us, Lord. I said, everything they've said about us, they really lied. I said, look at how they act when they can't have their way. I said, we have never been able to have our way, Lord, in this country. They have treated us less than dogs. They love dogs more than, they love any animal. They even love roaches more than they love black people. And we are true, truly the chosen ones. Truly we are because we have been chosen by God because he gave us his gift. He gave us the shortest verse in the Bible. God is love. He, he made us out of love. 
because we do not retaliate because we know that they do not love us. We don't want to go to jail. We don't want to break laws. We sometimes have to break laws to feed our families because y'all keep y'all motherfucking foot on our neck. But today, motherfuckers, I'm telling y'all, today, I ain't even finna cry, God. I'm pushing that shit back way up inside of me and holding it for a better day where I can cry out of real harvest. But I'm saying today, God, I give notice to this world and to everybody who shares this video podcast of my prayers to you. In my private time, on their social media, I pray that heaven opens up an explosive blessing in their life for 2021, God. And I ask that anything that their heart desires, they can have it as long as it is not hindering to their life, call, and purpose. I'm asking that everybody for the sound of my voice, Father, that has made it to 2021, be glorified who honors you, God. Who wants to do better, God? Who's asking for better? Who's looking for what's new? What's vibrant? What's exciting? I don't want no damn McDonald's. I don't want no Burger King. I want something that's new and exciting. I don't want Trump. I don't want Biden. I want something new and exciting. What is it, diary, that we want in this world that we haven't had? And there's only one thing, God, that I can think of that this world has never had like it's supposed to have. And since I sit in this place called a land of milk and honey, where the milk then turned into buttermilk, that is way out of date. And the honey has turned into local where you can't eat honey from all over the land because you might break out with whatever was in that land that day. Father, I call this land of milk and honey. I call to account. I call to account and say the only thing that we have not done, the only thing that we have not done, and that is to walk in love, God. We have not walked in love like we should. We have not walked in love like we should we have walked in evil we have done some evil to people i mean we have been evil every man one boy and girl in your earth god has been evil at one point in time everybody in this world lord at one point in time has hated somebody and hate is a very strong word, they say. But every man, woman, boy, and girl in this earth done done it. Every man, woman, boy, and girl in this earth, Father God, has fallen short of your glory. <laughs> yes, we have. I mean, real short. Faltered short. Should have been dead short. Your ass should have been in locked up somewhere short. You should have been six feet under short. I mean, we didn't all fall short of your glory in this earth. We didn't all did it. I know I have. Plenty of times. Fact, as a matter of fact, when I turned 50 years old, you told me that for all my sins, you punished me twice. <laughs> you know why? Because I was a slow learner. It took me a minute to get it. I was a slow learner and the devil was enjoying me being slow because he was teaching me good as he was landing on me. I done fucked the devil. I don't know. 
because that's what he is for. He is for to teach you what is right and what is wrong. And I'm here to learn. I'm here to be guided. I've been here to be taught because I'm a student. I'm a child. So those things are things that we're supposed to be here for. Those are the things we're supposed to go through. Because everything that we learn through painstaking effort, most of the time, we don't never forget those lessons in our lives. We remember those always, and they always carry us to where we're supposed to go. But a lot of us are so stoked in our own selfish ways and our own selfish desires that we miss a lot of what is going on right in the front of us every day we look in the mirror. Everything we go through, everything we go through, it's not for the person that you went through it with, it's for you. Every day, I think when you experience an encounter with anybody, I think you should always reflect on everything. Reflect on their body language. See, yesterday, me and my son had this little talk, and he said, you know, Mama, we was watching this 90 Day, 90 day Fiance, and we was like, you know, Mama? He said, you know what, Mama? He said, that's why the first thing I watch on people is their body language. He said, that's the first thing I said. That ain't the first thing you're supposed to watch, son. He said, what you mean, Mama? I said, it ain't the body language. I said, it's the, at the first impression. What that person do to you at the first impression, you know how they feel about you. You have to look at their eyes because the Bible says, let me break it down to y'all so y'all could understand. And if y'all are righteous learners and y'all are master teachers, y'all will share this because y'all finna give y'all some knowledge right now. I'm going to drop some, some golden nuggets that God done taught me in my life to y'all right now. Okay, D.O.T.M.? See, y'all are diarrhea of the mouth. Y'all y'all like to talk, so go out and share this shit right here. So let me break it down to you. When, okay, let me see how I want to put it. I can't figure out how I want to say it. Um... Okay, let me move my ego out of the way so I can figure this out. Um, when we... I'm trying to figure out a situation that I can share with y'all, but it ain't coming to me right now. Okay, let's look at marriage. <clears throat> this is what I, I just see in my head. I close my eyes and I see a mountain which has a very high peak and at the top of the mountain, there's some snow. Okay, 
The mountains have trees here and there. The mountains are greens in patches, dark brown and black rock. And it goes out very wide as you stand at the base of this mountain, just like a pyramid. I am at the bottom of the pyramid. If you have a partner, your partner is at the bottom of the pyramid. Or if you have a relationship of any kind, friendship, where you have friends or you have cousins or whatever ships you have in your life. Speaking on your ships that you have in your life. The person at the bottom with you is your partner. And the person at the bottom with you is your partner. You two stand hand in hand, facing one another. You make the base. Both of you have what you call crown chakra. Sokoba shanda nosle baba ose toroboko shandaraba iko. You have crown chakras. If your head is on straight and your C1 vertebra lines up your head where it is straight and your atlas, your atlas in your body, which is the very top bone in your neck. If it is perfectly symmetrically in line, you will have a perfect vibration of your crowned chakra and the other chakras going down. Unless the central nervous system has been disrupted by any means. Or, for example, having a root canal. Who is God inside of you? Let me show you. Visualize your eyes connected to your brain. Your brain connected to your spinal cord. That is your God within. And the way that it is, it began as the nerve that grew the spinal cord to the brain, the eyes, and the sculpture around it. God is within you, and that is who you are within. God is within you. And that is who you are within. You are eyes connected to a brain, connected to a spinal cord. And where there are disruptions in your life, they manifest based on things that you have caused a disruption to. For example, having a root canal. You will also notice, for example, try me at my word or test my word or verify my words that I speak to you. 
notice if you have a root canal go on and research for yourself where that root canal took place at and look at your medical health and you will see where the disruption or disease lies in your body it will show up as a disease that is just some examples of how we have disrupted ourselves in our lives it is no other man's fault but our own just like i said prior i am thinking of the tower of babel and why did god confuse our languages and why did 99% of the world keep the cultures of the God that they knew when they took it at that moment and found other people who could understand them and created their God? Put the pieces of the puzzle together, Israel. I am from the house of David. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were sons, O house of Israel, Emmanuel, you walk with us. Emmanuel, you walk with us. Emmanuel, the Bible says that God walks with us. Oh, thank you, most holy one, most righteous one, most gracious one. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for visiting. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you. We honor you. We praise you. We thank you. Oh, most holy one, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory for your people, Father, for being in this land. We thank you for our bodies and our foreparents' bodies. We thank you for the blood, Father, that has been spilled in this nation, Father. We thank you for recompense, Jehovah Gomorrah. We thank you for recompense, Jehovah Gomorrah. Jehovah Gomorrah, I speak to you and I say we thank you for recompense. Poor Jehovah Gomorrah. Poor all my people, God. Poor all my people, recompense, Father. This country has lied, Father. This country has been more than what it wasn't supposed to be. No land and milk and honey. God, they are greedy. God, they are greedy. And you said that money answers all things. But there's one thing that we have not done, Father. We have not loved one another, God. 2020, you said, God, we made it to the tree of life. You said there's two rivers that flow, God. You showed me the tree of life in 2016 when I spoke about it on my on my video post and on my Facebook writings and stuff that I posted on Facebook when I told you, God, that I had the dream that I had these two rivers flowing. They were so big and they was flowing, God. Those rivers were ru rushing rivers of water. They was living, God. You could see the life in the river. You could see the fish and the animals in the river as the river flowed. They were so big. And I saw a tree in the midst of those rivers, God. And I hovered over it all, God. And I heard the words regal and royal. Regal and royal. Regal and royal. Father God, I give you glory. I give you honor. And I thank you, Father, for regal. And I thank you for royal.
I thank you for everything, Father God, that we are in this world. I thank you for your commitment to us, God, for your love and your unselfishness, God. I thank you for knowing how you made us and that you knew that we wasn't going to always do right. And I thank you for the people who wrote the damn Bible, Lord. Excuse me for saying it that way. But I just, that's how I feel. It's the best book I ever read, God. It's, I have searched all my life for self-help. I've looked for self-help books from Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, the gurus, God. I've read it all. The Encyclopedia Britannica was one of my friends when I was a child, God. The dictionary, the Bible. I've even talked to my friend Johnny about the Quran, God. I love learning alchemy and chemistry and all this stuff. And the more I learn, the more I learn about you and your mind and the vastness and the wonderfulness that you are. I thank you for allowing me to sit here in your green earth, God. In your green earth, in this green valley that you placed me in, God. And you have restored me from two suitcases and a half to restoring me. Even a car, everything, God, you have restored me. Even greater than what I had. You're a wonderful God. You're a wonderful friend. You're a wonderful parent. <laughs> My earthly parents can't compare to you. Jesus, Lord, have mercy. You are so good. <laughs> Jesus, you're so good. I just, I just, I, I just can't wait to meet the people I'm going to meet today while I'm traveling. To go to prayer for each God. Because I got so much to talk about, Lord. I asked you for new testimonies because I got tired of talking about the same old thing. So I had to lay that down and let it die. I had to go from one medium to the next and grow in another place. Because I just can't be that crab in the bucket that pulls somebody else down, God. If I can't lift the person out of the bucket being a crab, I don't want them to be cooked either, shit. I don't want to be nobody's snack. No, Lord. Let us live and let live. Let us be vibrant and one. Let 2020 be all that we're supposed to be in the past. Shit. <laughs> it happens. Remember, God. You told me to teach about shit happens on Facebook. You said, tell them about shit happens. Shit fucking happens. We all need some fertilizer to grow because we are seeds planted. But God didn't make us plants or trees. He gave us legs to run and walk with like this, the dude said on the damn show. That just, that when he said that, that just hit me. I'm like, that's the fucking truth. That boy told the truth. He might not know all of God. He might be imperfect in some ways. But that boy know God in enough ways to know that he is a plant planted. I always say we are plants planted on the planet like my son say. My son say that all the time. But he added something to it. He said God didn't make us plants. He gave us legs. <laughs> you know? Stop being afraid to leave your, your, your city. Your county. Your state, get out and see what God put in this world for you. That's why you have a disease in your body. Because you ain't fucking happy. I goddamn was feeling sick as fucking hell after I went through that car accident. Them people hit me from the front and the back. 
and jolted my body and my reality was awful. And I would not stop until I found my healing. I've been diagnosed with everything from this damn car accident. Everything. And I just refused to, to be... I refused to limp. I refused to have... And you, I refused all that shit that they said about my body. Because I know God could heal me. So I didn't stop until I found out what, what was wrong with me. And I was having like these electrically sharp pains. And would wake me up screaming in the middle of the night. You know, and... I just couldn't live like that. I said, God, I can't live like this. These people ain't healed me. They was all quacks. We're no real doctors. They didn't even know how to how to fix it. All the damn cracking they did on my damn body. And fucked up my nerves and shit and got my body hurting. And I can't stand for people to touch me. Sometimes I can't stand for the damn air to blow on me. You know, and quacks. Just there's a lot of fucking quackery in the world. Like I said, 2020 was the shit year diary 2020 was the shit year that's where shit happened where you were your vision god oh my god 2020 was your perfect vision for the world to see what's full of shit in the world america america's full of shit everybody else out there got some shit because covid has shown that to be true come on y'all we gotta listen in our hearts we got to listen in our guts, which is your stomach. This is 2021. I bet you're not. Now, a person out there who made a fucking New Year's resolution. I bet you, you ain't even fucking clean your temple from last year's resolutions. Your pussy been pussying all the way to, from 2020 to 2021, and you ain't even stopped to clean it or none of that stuff. And I ain't talking about clean it, taking no damn bath. I'm talking about clean it. Some things are required through fasting and prayers. What I mean. If I have to break it down for some people who don't have common fucking sense. Clean it. Give it a moment. Like 2020 showed you. 2020 is about sit the fuck down. All this shit you out here doing in this world, it ain't fucking necessary. And what the fuck is the deal with sex, y'all? Please explain it to me. I know I done had some good shit. I done been a cowgirl. I done rode it. I did all that shit. But what's the big obsession with sex? What is it? I, I, just, I don't get it. What is it? <laughs> what is it? What is it? What is it that drives this world so mad when God gave it to us as a gift of worship? It's a gift of worship. Why do we put so much negativity on the gift of worship? He told them to be fruitful and multiply. But we put so many stipulations on it with our rules and regulations. And I told y'all about Trump. He wasn't leaving until he fucked up everything for it could be redid. It, those laws need to be revised Stuff needs to be revised because people change. The forefathers was wise enough to understand that. They was wise enough to understand that we change. We have to adapt. We have to write new amendments and amend all amendments. This is what Trump came to show us. Controversy. It's contradiction. Controversy. It's contradiction. And God says he's not the author of confusion, so it's time for him to say something and get it straight. Somebody got to speak up. I've accepted the call on my life, 
in every area. This is just one that he has identified to me this morning, diary of the mouth, speaking to D-O-T-M, which is you, diarrhea of the mouth. Because this is what I ask God for. I ask God for people who don't mind sharing, who don't mind putting somebody else's words out that they might sit down and listen to. That might make some sense and might not make some sense. Might be good for you, might not be good for you. Might not be on the level you wanted to be on, but guess what? I done had an ego. And I done upslayed my ego. I don't give a fuck about all that makeup and fla fla and foo foo. I'm 320, bitch. I'm the realest thing this world has ever recognized from the bloodline I got. And the word of God that was spoken over my life in 2020 was I am the first woman in my bloodline to have a voice. So that means every other woman that comes after me in my bloodline, and I don't know how far my bloodline goes back, but I know I'm from the house of David, and I know I got Jesus' blood running through my veins. And I got the blood for you to test it if you want to do a DNA. I done said that many times. Take my blood and do a DNA and tell me who I am. I know I'm from the house of David. I know I got the kings, king of kings' blood running through my veins. I know I do. And I know he gave me an A-plus on my life because that's what my blood type is. Do you know yourself that, that well where you can stand up and make a statement like that and don't be ashamed? That's what it's about in God's green earth this year. It's about you being bold enough to know that there really is something bigger than you. And you're wise enough to walk in love to learn what it is. It's, it's, it's got to be where we go out and make a new friend. And the old friends that don't serve you well, don't be afraid to let them go and become a seasonal friend. Because when they come back to you, they'll be engrossed in some areas, maybe the areas that you would like them to grow in. But don't be afraid of letting go. That's what I learned about myself this year, 2021. I had to. I came to that recollection on the on the sixth. I was getting ready to to text one of my exes happy birthday on January the sixth, like I do every year. But I said no. Nope. I'll just let that sleeping dog lie. I don't I don't want to text happy birthday this year. I want the past to be the past. And I want whatever good thing I got out of that bad situation. Because it was a, it was a disappointing situation because it didn't fare how the, the man said that it would fare. So I know that man didn't have culture in him. That man was wild. That man didn't have culture because none of his words manifested as life. And I want you to think about that. If a man comes to you and he says that he's a man of culture and his words haven't manifested life, he's a liar. No matter what age he is, whether he's 19, 20, whatever your legal age, wherever you're from, whatever your legal age is. Um, hey, if his words haven't manifested any life to him, he's a liar. And you would be a fool to connect with him. That's what I've also learned from watching <laughs> this this. uh not a day fiance. I remember when my grandma used to say, you play with trash, it's going to get in your eye. And I was like, grandma, what you talking about? She was like, child, just keep on living. So now I sit with this ring of mountains around me in one of the most wealthiest places in America. It's like I live inside of a bank vault and I can just choose whatever store I want to go in that day and walk out with my harvest because I am worthy of it. 
in 2021. I talked to my Auntie Louise and my Uncle Willie yesterday, and they were so, so inspiring, so uplifted. They were so happy to hear from me. And they were both telling me, oh, girl, wait till your birthday. You're going to be so excited. They, it's like they know something that I don't know. I kept telling guys, like, God, I can't wait to, for my birthday. Things are going to be so great for my birthday. I can't wait for 320. I can't wait for 320. It's going to be so beautiful. And yesterday, my auntie and my uncle, they were so adamant about my birthday. It was like, you're going to have such a good birthday. Can't wait for your birthday. I can't wait for your birthday. And it's crazy because all of, all of my family are spirit-filled. We've all had death experiences where we've died and, you know, God brought us back. We all have individual gifts of the spirits and we all pray and we all have a relationship with God. No matter what anyone may think of us, we all have relationships with God. Even you and your family, no matter what your relationship may be, you all are relational gods. So you have relationships with God or gods, you know? So... I'm just excited because there's so much that we have to look forward to in life that 2020 showed us shit happens and we have to sometimes be fertilized. But the good thing, we did make it to the tree of life and we have all made it through the lake of fire. Some people I gave grace to when I spoke in my Facebook post or my Facebook writing when I said that April 16th of 2021 would be the deadline for the grace for us to learn to start walking in love. Whoever is still walking in hate, they have to exit the earth because it is now time for the new kingdom of God to arise at hand. And I am speaking that as a prophetic word to this world. It is time for the new kingdom of God to arise. We have to now begin to walk in love, not hate. The Bible spoke about the new kingdom that would be here on earth and Jesus showed up. Remember, I was on that post and Jesus showed up and I was surprised that he was here. He said, I told you that no man knows the day nor the hour that he would come. And I spoke that to you all last year. So Jesus has been in this earth visiting families, visiting places, visiting us, seeing how his earth is. This is his earth. And he's ready. I'm ready. I asked him to come. I asked him. I said, God, if I can't find no husband down here, you got to come and marry me. Because no man can't do it. So now he's here visiting houses. And he's visiting at my request so he could find my husband. 